three game developers drinking good Arab tea. My name is Rami Ismail, and I'll be your host for this episode. I am Fauzi Mesmar, and I'm your co-host for this episode. And there is no Osama Dorius, <laughs> who is not a host of this episode. One day, we'll do three-person episodes again. Yes. One day. Yes. Life gets in the way. Inshallah. It does, but it's good. It's good. You know, when you think about it, we started this podcast because life was just shut down. Yes. And uh, now there's life again. That's good. We still haven't missed an episode. Knocking on wood. That is really impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we're, doing, we're doing well. We're doing well. And we also did like 100 extra Ramadan sahur bites. Right, so. right. Like considering our combined schedules, the, the, the amount of yeah, travel we do. And like we, there was ups and downs, and all kinds of events happening, you know, professional and personal lives over the past now almost, gosh, almost two years. Um, yeah, yeah, still haven't missed an episode. Knock on wood. I'm, I'm proud of that. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Isaac. <sighs> oh man, I'm pretty good. Summer is in full swing. <laughs> it's it's hot. Oh yeah, it's summer. It's hot. Yep. It's hot, hot. It's, uh, it was, uh, I am in Munich right now and it was like 30 degrees. Oh, nice. I'm in Paris right now. 26 today. 26. Today is rain here. Today is bad weather. No. I'm really lucky because yesterday I went, um, I took a flight. Yefauzi, I took a flight yesterday. Like, uh, I, I flew an airplane. Oh, you flew an airplane. Uh, okay. Yeah, I found a flight school in Munich. I've flown there once before. It was the airport with the weird traffic lights. Remember the... Oh, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. You mentioned that. That one. So I went back there. And um, this time I decided to just fly south. Okay. Because I'm in Munich. And if you just fly south for like 20 minutes, you're at the Alps. Uh-huh. And I flew to the Alps. And God, airplanes are good. Wow, what a view. I imagine. <laughs> just the view was incredible. I flew over lakes. I flew between mountaintops. I flew. It just, it was, it was spectacular. I have the GoPro footage downloading and it just, I'm, I, I just sat with a smile for wow. the entire flight. I want to see um, that. Yeah, no, ever, if we ever have time, if you ever like, when I have my license, we'll go flying here. Man. Yes. Let's it do was that. spectacular. Um, so now you just like rock up to an airport and just go like, yo, I want to take one of those planes out. And they'd be like, sweet. And then you take the plane, take it for a spin, come back. And you're like, yo, I brought the plane back. I'd be like, oh, Rami, thanks. See you tomorrow. Yeah, basically that's kind of how it works. You do, so at at an air, at any, any place that rents out airplanes, you can do something called a checkout. Okay. And a checkout is effectively sort of a, a quick... Um, Usually it's like a combination of like a quiz and uh, a flight with an instructor. Okay. It's usually one hour flight and they just evaluate whether you are actually a good pilot. Yeah. And then if you are, you get basically a, a thing that says that you can fly at that air school and then you can rent airplanes whenever you want. Nah, that's pretty sweet. So all I have to do is go to the airport where I want to fly and then do the checkout. And then as soon as the checkout is done, I can then rent airplanes from that airport. Nice. Um, and because I'm now taking lessons at the airport in Munich, I'm already done with my checkout. 
And like you don't need like um, what do you call it, an emergency pilot to be there to talk you through things or anything like that. Like now you can just go on your own, right? Yeah. Well, I so at the moment I still need because in Germany I'm not formally a student of aviation. Yeah. So in Germany I need uh, an, an instructor to be with me because I currently don't have a license. Yes. Because I'm still training. But as soon as I have my license, I'm I'm done. Wow. Yeah. How many total hours of flying do you need before? Uh, like, is there a number of flying hours to, to get a license? Normally, you need forty-five hours. Forty-five. But I'm already past forty-five. Wow, so. <laughs> man, that's I'm amazing. I'm good. Yeah, it's been really fun. This whole thing has been so fun. That's awesome, man. You know the best thing about uh, now, you, you, if you're if you're the pilot and you're flying, then you don't have to wait in the security lines in airports anymore. Right. No more random checks. Oh my god, man! <laughs> you know, like people are calling it the summer of revenge, right? <laughs> and like, I don't know who's taking revenge out, but it feels like I'm one of them, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> like, I'm not going on vacation most of the time on an airport. Like, I, I got places I need to be, and yeah, the lines are insane. <laughs> it is crazy. <laughs> it's mental. What's going on, man? I have no idea. Schiphol right now, Amsterdam Airport. Yeah, it, it's a disaster. Six-hour waits, ten-hour waits, wow. airplanes being cancelled. Yeah, KLM couldn't bring people to Amsterdam anymore because it was so full that they had to fly forty flights wow. back to Amsterdam without people in it. Wow, they had to leave the passengers, but return the airplane so that they could take people out of Schiphol to their destinations before they could fit new people into the airport. Crazy. It was why I don't know what's happening. I think all the airports fired everybody because of Corona. Yep. And, they just and now can't they're like, Oh up. wait, they can't stuff up fast yep. enough. Yeah. Like I think yep. th th this morning as I was flying into Paris, the, <laughs> the fast track line was still like around, like the fast track line is usually two to three minutes stops. It was right. it was a good forty five minutes, and I was still yeah. like way shorter than the regular. Like the the regular yep. line at the security started at one terminal, ended at the other. You know, like <laughs> the line extended two terminals. That was how long that thing is. Maybe three hundred and fifty meters. Schiphol. Right. One day at Schiphol the other day, the line was so long that it went onto the auto road. <laughs> really, outside the airport. Yeah. Oh, that's it went outside the airport. That's crazy. <laughs> Man, I, yep. think, I think if I'm like talking to people and I just say Schiphol, nobody would know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. I think yeah. this is the first time I hear it properly pronounced. <laughs> yep. Yep. Schiphol Airport. Schiphol. It's like I think it's uh, one of the easiest pronunciations for Arabs. Or maybe I over I overdo it right. with the Kha, right? <laughs> Schiphol. No, no, your your is pretty Dutch. Schiphol. Oh, yeah. nice. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. You you would be you would be totally fine as a spy. Well, nice man. So yeah, that, that's oh, cool. Yeah. Like you know, once you get your license, I'll be hitching some rides on Air Romy. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. The only the, like the rule is because it's a private license, I can't earn money. Okay. I'm so fine. I'm fine with this rule. <laughs> yeah, I'll pay for we gas. We can split the cost, or we can, or we can, uh, or you can pay for the full thing. But yeah. you can't pay a cent more than the cost. Okay. So, 
pretty good. I'm pretty fine good with that. Pay for I, gas and get you some mozzarella yeah. sandwiches. How about that? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Bring some food Although for I'm the road. So go, go a little easy on the cheese, please. <laughs> Can you eat while you fly? Are there rules against that? Yeah, but you can't go to the toilet while you fly. So, <laughs> Like I said, be a little careful with the cheese. For, for both of our sakes, in this case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what uh, what have you been up to this week I've uh, played some games watched some shows I played a game I suspect you played I downloaded the new Diablo uh, Diablo Immortal Immortal yes yes Yes. have you been playing this I've been playing it I am level 24 oh yeah something similar I think I'm 25-ish where are you playing it PC or mobile mobile I'm playing on an iPad, um, so okay. yeah, something in between. So I'm getting like a pretty good look at the game. Uh, I want to hear what you think, but I, I will say this thing: it's, it's not necessarily about the, this game necessarily. There used to be a time in my life when I lived in Asia when I was playing a lot of these mobile MMOs. There was this one in right. particular that I played called uh, Lineage Two. Lineage. Lineage. You know Lineage. Good old times. Yeah, right? Good time. Lineage was good. Lineage yeah. 2 uh, had the mobile version that I played quite a bit. And it was, uh, you know, a lot of those uh, Korean and uh, Chinese MMOs that you play on mobile specifically. Uh, I'm not sure if that's still the case because it's been a while since I played one of those. But they all had like this autoplay <laughs> um, uh, feature. Like you mm-hmm. basically can press auto and then your character goes, does the quest thing, does the looting, and you're just collecting rewards every now and then. And right. I loved having that thing. I had like a, a holder and everything next to my uh, computer monitor at work. So I'll have like, I'm doing air quotes now, playing air quotes off uh, <laughs> the game right. on my mobile while I'm working. And it's like collecting this stuff around. And it um, the, the guilds, the quests, uh, progression system, the combat, the uh, cooldown management combat of the system, it is almost identical to Diablo Immortals. So, mm. like when I, like, uh, it's 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 a lot like Lineage Two, but with a Diablo uh, paint. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Mm. I hadn't I hadn't made the connection, but you're right. Yeah. You yeah. played those then, Rami, yeah. because very few people played those games. And <laughs> like, um, for me, it felt like yeah, I've seen this. Perfect. You played it, yeah. Yeah, I played a bit. I I never got super into it, but I, mm. I played a bunch. I also was exploring a lot of those games uh, yeah. back then. That was like, what was it? Was it uh, NCSoft? Like that's right, that's right. It is. Yeah, this but this is also like what like 15 years ago or something uh it's closing it's closing on 10 geez yeah <laughs> it's been some yeah. time yeah so yeah no you know like it is that kind of thing where i i i played enough of it that i i remember it and i remember liking it yeah there's also time in my life where i just didn't play a lot of games yeah um and what I played was usually these, you know, the Korean RPGs mm-hmm. uh, that were like 90% of them were just like the same RPG with a different skin. Yeah, yep. Right? And I love those. There was one called Rapples that I played a lot. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, right. Uh, and Lineage was just one of them. And I would just hop between those games. Like every three months, I'd start a new one. Yeah. 
do the tutorial, play a bit, and then go like, okay, I get it. And Linux was one of those games. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. So you can definitely yeah, identify uh, with like, you know, the yeah. a, a lot of like those loops, the meta loops around the core yep. of dungeon crawling is that, you know, like the mm-hmm. how the how the quest system works, how the uh, the clan uh, systems, the dungeon system, the queues, how you queue, and also all the monetization loops that goes on top. It is, uh, yeah, been there, done that for me. Like a very familiar territory. Yeah. Like this is the kind of games, like this is how these kinds of games work in Asia, you know, yeah. on mobile. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I played a lot of these for quite uh, a long time. They're good. I see what they're good, but like you know, playing a couple of sessions of Diablo, I'll be like, yeah, that's it for me. I think I, I've seen, I've seen this before, you know. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm having a really good time with it. I will say, mm-hmm. um, it's so much fun, especially think... playing with others. Like uh, it supports to co-op. Uh, we had like a couple of runs with friends, and they're all sitting there on the couch with you or something like that. That's a lot of fun, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the monetization is pretty hardcore. Like, I remember, because I was tweeting about the game, mm. and I tweeted right at the end of the tutorial, like, right before the end of the tutorial, and I was like, this is very good, you know? Like, I don't feel like this is super monetized or anything. Like, just super solid, like, having a good time. And then literally the moment after I tweeted, it just goes like, you completed the tutorial. Now, now you can buy this 11 euro thing. And I'm like, oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. It goes pretty hard on that. But also, I have literally only bought the season pass. Yeah. Because I feel four ninety nine was fair. Mm-hmm. And then, I honestly don't feel like it's a bad deal at all. It's a, it's a lot of game, you know? And, like, you can play yeah. most, if not all, of this game and a lot of, con- uh, like, uh, the content for free. So of course, if you feel that like you know you're enjoying this product, you want to you know give the developer some money, you should do that. Uh, so it's not about the monetization loops or anything like that. That um, right. That, that turned me off yeah, because I know how these kinds of games work. But I mentioned that uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's a familiar territory yeah. for me as well. Yep, yep, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm having a good time. I mean, I booted it up while we were playing while we were talking. Actually, I'm running around right now. It's pretty. Yeah, it's really good looking. Uh, and performance is really well handled. There's so they have a very versatile like uh, quality system. Yeah, yeah, and it keeps really good track of what performance is getting out of your device. Yeah, um, uh, those guys like have been super quick into also patching patching the games, fixing bugs like like yeah. almost around the clock in the first couple of days. There were some issues yep. in some servers that fixed them immediately. There was some battle.net connectivity issues got fixed in the same day. Like the their response time is very impressive. Yeah. Yeah, they're really doing a good job. And you know, like I don't know, I'm I'm just getting a very I'm getting a good feeling from this game mm-hmm. at the moment. And I have a feeling that as I continue or get later in the game, that'll probably get less because that's usually true for these kind of games for me. Yeah. The, but these kind of games are usually you know, the end game. You know, at the end game is where everything kind of comes <laughs> comes to the light. Yep. Yeah, and I, I don't think I'm gonna 
I don't think I'm going to enjoy it until then. Yeah. But I also don't need to enjoy it like then. I feel like enjoying it like I enjoyed Diablo 2, which is just I'll, I'll do the story, I'll build my character to look pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then and then I'm and then I'm done. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be more for me. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Hey, it's a free game, you know. Yeah. You download it, you check it out, you, you get your fun out of it. And then like, you know, you yep. see you see what works for you. But yeah, I don't know like yeah. I know especially for Diablo players, uh, it's a v- quite variety of different types of players and some players like really enjoy it for like the the you know the past the story repeating the the content or much more difficult uh, settings you know getting that right. gear keeping on getting the loot uh, going through the seasons like there's a, a life on its own that uh, takes on following the just completing the campaign for these kinds of games i'm like you i'm more like you usually play one of those games a couple of times and you know, check it out get to know what the systems are and then move on i have a big pile of games i need to go through uh, but yeah right this is definitely the kind of like a lifestyle game for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm very much like I. I have Destiny. I'm. I'm good. Yep. yep. You know, I <laughs> yep. don't. I don't need more. Yeah, Diablo is other people's uh, destiny, I guess. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, that's that's a bit that's a bit too much for me. Yeah. To have two of those. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm good. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, it seems like we're about the same place in, in Diablo. Uh, it'll be cool to ch- to check in next week and see. Yeah, what? How you're feeling? What character? Uh, what character are you? Uh, A necromancer. Playing? Oh, yeah. okay. I like the idea of like That's... summoning and like uh, blowing up corpses and stuff like that. That was neat. Right. Yeah. No, I'm. Uh, what is the paladin class called again? I think it's a paladin. No. Is it literally just called paladin? I think so. Alright, well, I'm a paladin. <laughs> I'm I'm very much a tank in the games I play. Yeah. What a surprise, Rami. You, you play uh, a righteous character that is good at defending and tanking <laughs> and like t- yeah. taking hits for others while healing them. Yeah, hey, I'm on Twitter, you know. Like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like you're reflecting your real life into the game. Yep. <laughs> you don't do escape music. Yeah, no... I- yeah, no, escapism is uh, that's that's not for me. I just want more of real life's problems. Yeah. <laughs> uh, video game. But yeah, I I'm I was really impressed just the first like hour or two I played the game. I was like, I I really appreciate how how good of a job they've done making it feel like a Diablo game still. Yeah. Despite all you know, like you like you said, despite all the different loops and systems it's still like very clearly diablo yes and uh that i honestly did not expect i also now feel extra bad for the you know you, you all have phones right guy <laughs> yeah because uh, this is really good i was i was thinking when i was playing it like gosh i am playing this on the phone i already own this is great <laughs> yeah, he went down in history for that, but he was right. <laughs> Everybody's yeah, playing it on their phones. Yeah, he sure right went now. down in history for that one. Yeah, yep. But he was totally right. He was totally right. The only thing, you know, like I, I really, I'm seeing a lot of hate for the monetization in this game at the moment. Yep. Uh, <laughs> online, 
I think uh, and uh, we'll see. Like uh, by the time Activision Blizzard releases their public earnings, if they were not uh, part of Microsoft by then, if they're still like their own company and they release yeah. the public earnings, you'd get to see like really how much this game moved the needle, which I suspect is going to be quite a bit. So like how many people? Yeah, it's going to be substantial. Yeah. Or like how many people really downloaded this? Like I suspect that this is probably going to have like the largest player base for a Diablo game just because of the reach, yeah. if nothing else. Yep. Know? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I think the exact same. Yeah. Which is good because Diablo is really a series that deserves lots of players. Yeah, like, exactly. It's good for a lot of people that never got to play Diablo to get their hand on one, even though yep. like this is a yeah, uh, an interesting representation. I think it's like a modern uh, Diablo, really, as well. So it's a. It really is. I, I was thinking that a lot of what they've done here, you know, uh, you know, short of the the sort of like mobile game uh, thing, I think a lot of what they've done here would do super well as additions to a more PC Diablo. Yeah. Like just sort of like the flow of it and the way the way like it feels to be fighting. Yeah. Well, this uh, runs on PC as well. They, so that's why, like, you know, I have a hard time yeah. even saying, like, a PC Diablo, because this is a PC Diablo too, you know? <laughs> right. I think I think for me, the main thing is that I, I genuinely enjoy this better than I enjoyed Diablo 3. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I just didn't click with Diablo 3 for some reason. The launch was and a bit rough, be, if I remember. Might... Was, you know, that's 11 yeah, years was. ago. No way. Yeah, Diablo 3, I think, came out 2011. 11? 2011, I think. Yikes. <laughs> time flies. Sometimes I don't want to know how fast time goes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it... sometimes, sometimes I'm good not knowing. Just. Yeah. Oh, 11 years? No way. Yeah, man. If I remember correctly, I think, oh. yeah, I was, I was living in New Zealand when the Diablo 3 came out. Yeah, so it must have been 11 oh. years ago. Maybe more. I hope not. It's kind of incredible how fast it all goes. Yeah, man. <laughs> I forgot what I was talking to the other day. I was like, you know, 50 Cent uh, in the club came out in 2003. I I I I wanted to stop you halfway through that sentence because I knew you were going to say something terrifying. But it's practically it's practically a classic. <laughs> <sighs> hey, you don't get to complain. I, I'm, Sam I'm, and I I'm, are, I'm are like way more ancient than you. So <laughs> I was about to say, how how do you survive? I don't. <laughs> At this point, I'm like half your age or something. I don't know. <laughs> Aren't y'all like 80 years old? That's Osama. I'm 75. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. Close. Speaking oh, of uh, things that are 75 years old, have you seen? Did you see the Street Fighter Six trailer? <laughs> No, I did not, but I heard that it's open world or something. There's there's an open world thing in it, and it's it looks kind of wild. That is so wild. Dude, that game looks dope. Like, I was, yeah, was going to get it? excited about a Street Fighter game anyway. I am super excited about this one. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, it has this I'm, uh, I'm really, really, really nice art style. 
they have this interesting system that they're uh, implementing for beginners. So check this uh-huh. out. You can do a Hadouken by pressing a button. So like you have, they have simplified input and they have classic uh-huh. input. So there's a classic input. You have the three punches, three kicks, and the directional commands to throw a Hadouken or whatever. And they have a simplified input in which, like, you press one button and a Hadouken comes out. And you press back on that button and a Tutsumaki comes out. So it's basically like Smash controls. Yeah. But get this. Okay. If you use the simplified controls, then you don't get access to the three normals. So the three punches and three kicks. So you won't Uh... be able to chain combos in the same way. Right. Oh, that's smart. Interesting, right? So, like, if you're just starting to play, you can uh, focus on the strategy and not really focus on the execution. But the players that Mm -hmm. are really good at executing, they will still have the heads up. Uh, Not the heads up, what do you call it? Uh, The advantage. The advantage. Exactly. Yeah. But at the same time, you can still do a one-button Shoryuken. So, like, you, uh, almost no reaction time to counter an anti-air. So, still, like, even an experienced player would have a hard time against a simplified controls user. So, that, that, I, really that I want to see how it works in real life, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there's really no way to figure out what that's going to do. Besides, you know, seeing what it does in the meta. Exactly. So not really much we can do besides wait for it. But how, how about the open world stuff? Because that's also curious to me. Not a lot of details around this. But they said like, you know, they're, they're kind of creating this uh, social hub kind of world in which like you can take your fight to new levels or something like this. Okay. Uh, maybe I should watch some more videos. Maybe they've launched, uh, released other stuff on their social uh, channels, but on launch day, I don't remember reading much about it other than the stuff I've seen in the trailer, which looked wild. <laughs> also, I just, I just remember Twitter exploding with like, uh, open world Street Fighter. And I was like, wait, what? There's all kinds of stuff that happened. Apparently, somebody reeked the roster. I'm not sure if that leak is legit or not, but it looks kind of legit because of the the right. character art styles and stuff like that. And with that, there were all right. kinds of like people putting pieces together on like uh, uh, the lore behind Ken Masters currently and how his wife left him and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's wild as well. There's there's so many interesting things happening on the internet as people are. And, piecing things together about the roster and the characters and how they come to be and all of that. <laughs> it's I'm so excited. It it looks dope. I mean I I can't I can't wait for you and Osama to be on an episode together and talk about this because I want to hear the two of you talk about because I just you know I I played Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Maybe this could be the one, man. The the you know, like the hype is so. everybody. Maybe this could be the one that gets you in. Maybe the you know that's kind of the thing, right? Like uh, I love I love racing games, just not the racing games everybody loves. Yeah, I seem to love fighting games, just not the fighting games everybody <laughs> loves. I think like so, what really yeah, gets no, me to fighting something different. Yeah, I think what get what got me to fighting games was like you know the crew that I'm with. <laughs> 
So like uh, when uh-huh. I was playing Street Fighter 4, I had a lot of friends around me that all were really good at Street Fighter 4. So we all got better together. Yeah. Um, I, had, I didn't have the same Street Fighter 5, so I really didn't get into it in the same way. Plus, there were some incidences that mm-hmm. I don't want to revisit. <laughs> right. That made me want to stop. I think I spoke about some of them on the podcast, in which I was I made the uh-huh. sub, the subreddit and stuff like that. But yeah, let's let's not let's not go there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe Street Fighter Six would be different. <laughs> <laughs> this is me bargaining more than actually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe who knows? Like, I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll I'll definitely try it. Like, yeah, it sounds good. the The hype looked good, and I don't know. I've been looking to find a fighting game that I'm into for a while. Yeah. Let's see. Maybe we'll we'll get you into this one. Mm. You know what I'm excited about? What? The new Mario Strikers coming out. Oh, that's right. When is it's coming out this month, right? It's in June, right? I think like the next week. Ooh. That has also been a very long time since a Mario Strikers game. Uh-huh. Wait, uh-huh. let me do the math. You're not gonna like this one. No, no, plus enough. <laughs> but the last if one the last one was on the Have Wii. Mercy. Right? I think so, yeah. That, so, that's like, 2007. Nope, nope. I just do not do not do the math. <laughs> I did it already, uh, but I'll leave I'll leave that <laughs> I'll leave that open. That was half my life ago, Fauzi. That's <laughs> 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 not not acceptable. How do you think I feel? I was young. Yeah. <laughs> I had dreams. <laughs> I wasn't young. I was a child. <laughs> I was literally a child. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I wasn't even 20 yet. No. No, trying to remember that, that we used to play that game. I think in my in my second job or something like this. Like we used to play this <laughs> after work because the Wii was like the big thing, and we couldn't wait until like office hours were done so that we can all try out this <laughs> new technology. <laughs> and we were like you know swinging that thing around, playing tennis. <laughs> right. And Mario <laughs> Strikers was one of those games. I I always I think I've I've come to the conclusion that I like sports games that don't take the sport too serious. Yes, and I think that goes back all the way to like NBA Jam. Yeah, back in the days, that's a great game. That was a good game. I'm not gonna go um, there even. I'm not gonna even tell you what what year that game came out. I mean, I must have been like <laughs> six when I played that. Like that, but that's like you know, that's the thing. That's a childhood memory. Yeah, it's okay for that to be from like 1995 or something. You know, two, but yes, so yeah, yeah. I was a... <laughs> but you know, you think Mario Strikers, and I, I feel like I was kind of an adult when I played that. Yeah, well, you know. So if you can say that's like, what, 15 years ago? Yeah. That's terrifying. (laughs) 
I mean, in some cultures, you were an adult <laughs> back then. Listen, listen. <laughs> we're not going to go there, okay? You might be older than me. <laughs> not a child anymore. <laughs> uh, this industry does keep you young, I think. It makes you old and young at the same time. I don't know how it works. It's so true, man. Like I have seen people who are like at least about 15 or 20 years older than me, but they were like, <laughs> there was no age difference when we were playing games together or talking about games. <laughs> yeah. 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 I can't wait to play. Uh, can't wait to play Strikers, though. That we should also play together at Gamescom. Oh uh, yeah, yep, 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 yep. I'll bring Tsubasa as well. It's yes. on the Switch. Yes, I have that on the Switch too. Yeah, I'll bring my Switch with me. Oh, I'm super looking this forward to that. It's gonna be soccer tournament. Oh yeah, Arab style. <laughs> Arab style soccer tournament. We're not gonna see anything of Gamescom, are we? No, no. We're just gonna hang out to the co- at a tea house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in hotel lobby. We'll get sh- we'll get some shay. Exactly. <laughs> Occasionally we'll emerge to get some food, then we come back in. <laughs> People will pass by like like not now, we're playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You brought a switch? Yeah, okay, play with us for one round. One round only. Afterwards back. Back to the competition. But we start challenging people. We'll be a team. We're like, all right, two and two. Let's go. Who can do this? <laughs> Man, I really wish Nintendo. Uh, what was it? Switch Sports was like that. Yeah. But the multiplayer is so broken in that game. But you know, Gamescom. There's probably TV screens everywhere. <laughs> well, that's true. But then we gotta bring a dock. <laughs> yes, we just. <laughs> We're carrying a dock around everywhere, and they're like, "Can we borrow this TV for a second? We have like a, <laughs> we have a match to settle." Two, just two Arabs coming up. Can we borrow this electronic hardware? It's gonna go really well. <laughs> we have all these cables. Don't ask too many questions. Right? Yeah. <laughs> There's no way this is gonna go poorly. <laughs> no, I think I think the the thing I. I've never gotten why Nintendo doesn't just release tiny, tiny uh, docks. Yeah. They're like unofficial ones that you can get. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, have you seen the one that's basically a power plug? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that actually. I was tempted to get it. But but I got right. I got another one that is basically a dongle. Uh, which is like you oh. know, like one of those dongles that you would connect to an iMac or something like that. Yeah, right. it's just it's it's so so small, fits into any suitcase, connects the switch directly via HDMI to oh. any TV. So uh, it's like a you're you're gonna have to send this to me because this sounds great. The, this the is one great. that I've been looking at is like the Genki Mini or something. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. No, no, the one I'm the one I have is much smaller. I'll send it to you. Much smaller than that. Yeah. The problem is, though, you're going to have to connect that to the electricity as well to the HDMI. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But still, like, uh, if you if you have a TV, then there's probably a power socket nearby anyway. That's true. That's true. Huh. Huh. Well, yeah, okay. Send me the one you have, then. I'll send you the one I have. Uh, have a look at it and then also we'll put it in the show notes yes <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes 
this talking shop here. <laughs> because because we both have the same hobby, which is like trying to optimize space in a backpack <laughs> to carry our yep. lives around. <laughs> yep, yep, it's so true. <laughs> but it's so funny, like when I describe that to, to other people, like, you know, very few people can relate, but you definitely can. In which, like, sometimes yep. I'll, be, I'll be on a flight and then I'll get a message right as the plane is about to take off. And then I'll say to the people I'm traveling with, ah, looks like I'm not coming back to this city. I'm going to have to stay to this other two cities instead. <laughs> Luckily, yeah. I packed everything that I need, whether it's two yeah. days or three months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's like, you know, you get that gear that you're really attached to. I have this little mini projector. Yeah. It's just a projector. It's for if I go to a hotel with bad TVs, most hotels will have a clear wall. And That's otherwise, true. the ceiling. Yes. Right? So I have this mini projector. It's a Sony. It's USB-C charged. It has HDMI. It has a USB-A port on the side. Mm-hmm. Which means you can just attach a Google uh, a Google stick to it. Okay. Right? Um, so you can either run your HDMI from your laptop straight into the projector or you just attach a Fire Stick or a Google, uh, Google TV uh, dongle or whatever. And just everything plugs into the projector. Wow. I love and that. And it's tiny. It's like slightly bigger than my, my Pixel, than my phone. Oh, we need to put that in the show notes. Yeah, <laughs> and I love that thing. And it just... I cannot imagine traveling without that thing. I need to get like, me one of those. There's like two things I travel with. Always. It's a projector and I have a mini modem. Modem? Yeah, a, a little... a little. Um, it's uh, it's basically a Wi-Fi repeater. Wait, is that the small yellow thing I've once seen with you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I tell the audience what that thing is. All right, so basically, when you travel, you usually have to connect to, your, to a Wi-Fi, right? A hotel Wi-Fi or something. Yeah, which is great, but if you carry a bunch of electronics with you, it's annoying to have to switch the Wi-Fi every time. Yeah. So, yeah, you have to log your phone into the hotel Wi-Fi, and then you have to log your PC into the hotel Wi-Fi, and then you have to log, I don't know, your Steam Deck or your your uh, your uh, Google TV or your Chromecast or whatever it is. If you carry your PlayStation around, your PlayStation, whatever it is, you need to log in, and then usually. They have uh, a maximum number of devices that can be attached or something. So it's just a huge mess. Hmm. And it's the same when you're flying, right? You connect your phone to the Wi-Fi, but then you can't connect your laptop to the Wi-Fi anymore without sending the voucher across or something. Yeah, you're right. So that thing, basically what it does is it acts as a router. And it is a Wi-Fi repeater. So basically you connect your phone to it. And then you connect it to a Wi-Fi. And then you can just name the Wi-Fi that the the little yellow box, the mango, it's called the mango. Mm-hmm. Um, you you name the Wi-Fi that the mango makes just the same as your Wi-Fi at home. Wow. You give it the same password. And then all you have to do is plug it in, connect it to the hotel Wi-Fi, and then all your devices will just go via that one device. And you don't jeopardize any speed at all? No. No. Space, wow. space, except, I mean, there's probably like a 1% drop or something. Yeah, that's nothing. That's negligible. Uh, yeah. I've never noticed any noticeable difference. I mean, you know, hotel Wi-Fi is still hotel Wi-Fi. Yeah. But, uh, for example, if you're ever in a situation where you just quickly need internet to work, you can use your phone's hotspot, use that, 
and connect um, all your the devices. For the mango. And then the mango will make that work across every device that you have. So if you quickly need to set up a presentation or something, and need your laptop and your uh, projector to be on the same Wi-Fi, you just plug that in. You're done. That's amazing, man. I yeah, I, I yeah. keep I keep forgetting. I need to get me one of those. All right, I have yeah, I this. Get yourself one of those. I have this this gadget, but it's a, it's a simple one, really. But it's so effective. It's uh, I have a very small uh, phone size foldable keyboard bluetooth so uh, when it unfolds it is a standard size very comfortable keyboard to use but when you fold it it is uh, smaller than you know your phone and half the thickness so you can you you can stick it anywhere really and it's of course usb-c because you know (laughs) i'm in i'm in the same habit as you now collecting usb-c devices it has to be used. It has to be used. I'm Europe? not going to carry a million plug with me. Europe Those days are today? gone. Do, do you see the Europe thing? The what? Europe? No. The the country. Europe has, <laughs> Europe has, uh, has passed the law that all charges have to use BC from now on. Really? Yep. They passed it today. Today? Apple, uh, Apple lost that one. Oh, thank yep. God. Lightning adapters are gone. Nice. It's just going to be USB-C, and the only exception to USB-C is wireless charging. Okay. And they're also going to try and standardize the charging standards for wireless charging. Wow. That's amazing. So uh, every every gadget will have to have USB-C if it is a gadget that uses power that USB-C can provide. And for now, laptops are excluded, but they have to. But over time, they have to be able to charge via USB-C. Wow, this is great news all around. People are not going to know right? the, the challenge of a million <laughs> different type of plug in a couple of years. Right, man, that's amazing news. But yeah, I was telling you, like that keyboard, I can connect it to anything. Uh, but mostly oh, yeah. my phone or my iPad. In the case like I, you know, like uh, when I was writing my book, for example, I wrote, I would say, more than half of it on planes. Wow. And more than half of that, if not all of it, I wrote that on my phone using that keyboard. Wow. The other half, when I did like the final editing, I had to use my uh, keyboard at home. Which I should, I should at some point take a photo of it and like uh, tweet it or something. It's a it's a custom built keyboard that I have that is <laughs> that is Japanese English with Arabic stickers on it. <laughs> no way! It is I think <laughs> it is the only trilingual keyboard I could think of <laughs> that has those three languages. Yeah, you do need to post a photo of that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> So that I used the final edits, like when I was writing my books. I wrote like the bulk of the book okay. on my phone with that uh, keyboard, and then when I, uh, you know, did the final edit, I used that trilingual keyboard <laughs> to fix so things good. up. So good. Okay, this was just a, this was just a gadgets episode. Well, we talked about Diablo. <laughs> well, gadgets and Diablo. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> What more do you want? What more? What more did we promise? This podcast, the gift that keeps on giving. 
I, I do want the link to the to the keyboard and to the um, God. What was it called? The other thingy. The projector. No, the no, no, the, the switch the, the switch dongle. The switch dock. Yes. yes, yes, yes. All right, good. Send it over. <laughs> I so will I put it in show notes and also buy it. I will. Same same for your gadgets. Oh. <laughs> yep, yep. I'll do. I'll I'll do the same. Wow, we really need to get sponsorship somehow. <laughs> All we get is like uh, razor blades and. <laughs> right, right. I don't know. Mate. Like the, every, you know, every time I see podcasts, there's like they advertise like either like sh- yeah, like razors or like underwear, and I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sure that a like I'm an Arab. I have the beard. I'm not getting rid of the beard. No. So I'm not gonna promote you like. How are you going to take a podcast called The Habibis? <laughs> and sell shaving stuff. I don't know. It feels a little... Yeah. It feels wrong. Yeah. It'll come. I don't know. <laughs> It'll, I don't know. I'm very happy with this being a hobby rather than a job. Same. Same. I'm happy keeping yeah. it that way. Yeah. I have way too many jobs already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good. We're going to wrap this one up. Oh. Pull a doily on it. A little short, a little shorter than usual, but also we started a little later than usual because there was some hot spot madness going on. All these gadgets, and we still can't fix all the problems. Right. Surprisingly, there were no issues. While we were preparing for this podcast, there were like seven drops of con- connectivity, and we couldn't hear each other and yeah. issues. Yeah. So we thought it was going to be a bit of a messy episode, but it's a pretty it chill one, actually. Yeah, yeah, very chill, very <laughs> laid back. All right, next week we're gonna try some Mario Strikers, though. Sounds great. I'm down. Good, good. Well, no emails today because there's no Osama, but I'm sure we'll uh, read up on the emails we got this week, next week, or over time. Yep. Um, for everybody listening, as always, thank you so much. Check us out thehabibis.com. You can subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. If you like, uh, if you want to be part of the community, you can find it at discord.thehabibis.com and we'll be back, inshallah, next week with another episode on Friday. And for now, thanks so much and salam. Salam. That was the Habibis podcast for this week. I was Rami Ismail, your host for this episode. You can find me on Twitter at T-H-A underscore Rami. My fellow Habibis were Osama Dorias, who you can find on Twitter at Osama Dorias. And Fauzi Mesmar, who you can find on Twitter at Fauzi Mesmar. Send us your questions, stories, and suggestions via info at thehabibis.com. The intro and outro music was provided by Malik Zubayla. And the logo was provided by Ibrahim Hamdi. The Habibis is a weekly podcast about three game developers drinking good Arab tea. With new episodes launching every Friday, inshallah. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting service or check out thehabibis.com for more information. Thank you for listening and salam.